everyone, it's Paul Ward here and welcome to another edition of Farm Talk. Today's episode is brought to you by the Escrow Hub and the Money Store. And we're so excited today, we have Tammy Chu, the editor, publisher, and owner of Edible Magazine of Ojai and Ventura County. Welcome to the show, Tammy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and uh, we're fortunate today, we're at Otto and Sons Garden in lovely Fillmore, California. So we've got a lovely setting today. Yeah, a little warm. <laughs> so tell us about Edible Magazine. What is, the, what is the magazine all about? Well, uh, we're a quarterly magazine, so we publish four times a year with the seasons. Okay. And we are a food magazine, local food. Um, and we focus on the celebrating the stories and the farmers and the artisans um, and people who bring food to your table. There's so much going on here. How do you, how do you decide who to put in the publication? That's a great question. There are a lot of ways that we choose our stories. Um, a lot of times we'll have writers who pitch stories to us, so people who are in the community already who know kind of what's happening, the new things that's happening, um, the farmers that are that are providing for the restaurants, the artisans that are up and coming. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they'll pitch stories and we'll say, yes, that's a wonderful story, that matches our magazine, let's go for it. And other times it will be that we have a theme for the um, quarter. And so I will look for people who might fit that theme. Mm -hmm. So say we have a um, like our current theme that's coming out soon, our winter issue. Um, the theme was fire and ice. Okay. And so I looked for stories that would kind of fit into that kind of vibe. Interesting. <laughs> so. So would that be a, maybe a recipe or a cocktail that would kind of fit the fire and ice theme? It can be all of those things. So okay. we do have a whiskey story that we're uh, how to taste how to do a whiskey tasting uh -huh. that is in that issue, um, and we also have a story about drought and how the fires and and uh, the climate has really changed um, some of the ways that farmers are growing their food. Mm -hmm. So that kind of fits the, you know, it's like two ends of the spectrum. Here's the food that we're celebrating that's fire and perhaps something that's over ice or mm -hmm. whatever. And then there's the other side of it where the farmers are dealing with fire mm -hmm. and, um, you know, just the, the changes that they're really having to kind of figure out. A lot of uh, recipes. I mean, it just kind of makes my mouth water looking through the publication. Um, are these practical um, recipes and I guess also some advanced recipes too, so kind of people just kind of pick and choose what they want to what they want to make in the publication? Yeah, I mean I definitely try to include um, between five and seven recipes per issue uh -huh. depending on how much space we end up having which um, is really fun for me because we have to test every recipe mm -hmm. so oh, you do. <laughs> we sometimes multiple times wow. to make sure it's actually coming out the way that um, the chef or, or uh, you know, home baker wants it to come out mm -hmm. and um, that it's replicable. Okay. So we try not to put any recipes in that people can't do. Mm -hmm. Some are more simple, some are a little more complicated. Uh -huh. So we try to have kind of the balance so that, you know, there's something savory and something sweet in each issue and something a little more challenging and, a, and something a little more um, simple. Okay. To well, I'm, I am available for taste, <laughs> taste testing. <laughs> we have a lot of people who always <laughs> want to taste test so I get, it. <laughs> get in line Paul. I, I totally get it um, I also saw that you have a kind of a celebrating culture kind of around food component to the publication um, yeah, I mean, we definitely, our, our whole goal is to celebrate food mm -hmm. and the people who bring it. Mm -hmm. So if there's, um, and, and food is cultural, mm -hmm. you know, there's 
there's community that's wrapped around food and there's um, definitely cultural influences that, that are wrapped around food. And so we try to celebrate the people who mm -hmm. are bringing those things to our county. Mm -hmm. um, and we cover all of Ventura County, so we really try to kind of look at the different cultures that we have. We've had chefs from different restaurants uh, with um, different cultural influences that mm -hmm. have been in the magazine. So we've had Japanese influences, we've had Australian influences, we've had, um, you know, basic American food. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's kind of the mishmash of everybody. Right. So it's, it's just anything that we can find to celebrate about food, we are going to do it. Great. What, what have you found to be kind of the most surprising thing about putting the publication together? So I've owned the magazine for three years mm -hmm. and um, I actually purchased it from a couple who was the third owner. So I'm the fourth owner of this magazine, mm -hmm. which started almost 20 years ago mm -hmm. in April 2022. It'll be 20 years we're wow. celebrating. Okay. And um, so we are the, the flagship edible magazine. Okay. And now there are something like 85 that so are... This is the, so this is the original? This the Ojai is Ventura the County original. Of 85, this is the first. This was the first. Wow, in the yeah. nation. In the entire, yeah. Wow. And, and we actually have some in Canada now too, so it's, okay. it's international now. Very cool. Uh -huh. <laughs> but we are all licensed by um, kind of an umbrella group called okay. Edible Communities. Mm -hmm. And um, what's really lovely is that the original publisher and owner of Edible Ojai is the CEO of Edible Communities now. Okay. So the original um, purpose and goal of the magazine is really carried through the entirety of the owners who are publishing, currently publishing edible magazines. Okay. So, um, so I was fourth owner. Mm -hmm. So coming into it, uh, was kind of new. I was not a publisher before I was uh -huh. a writer. I was a nutritionist. I was a teacher. Uh -huh. <laughs> All of those things kind of worked together to help me out. Right. But, um, it, it, there was a lot that I had to learn in a short period of time mm -hmm. and publishing a magazine is, uh, quite a feat. It to is. To be honest. It is. <laughs> and so even quarterly, I mean, people who do monthly magazines, hats off to them because yeah. it is a lot of work. Um, but yeah, so I mean, what was surprising for me, I think just the amount of work that goes into it mm -hmm. and um, how it's paid for. Mm -hmm. You know, we offer it for free to people, but we have to pay for everything. And so it's completely paid for by advertisers at this oh, point. Interesting. And so our advertisers are incredibly important to us mm -hmm. and they are the reason that we get to tell the stories that we get to tell. And Auto and Sons is actually one of our advertisers that we just absolutely love. So okay. it's, it's great. And then you're distributed throughout the county yes I mean, it's just kind of multiple locations we had pre-pandemic we had about 170 to 175 locations that we distributed to mm -hmm. um during the pandemic that dropped to about maybe 70. wow it's a big drop a lot well mm -hmm. and there, you know a lot of them are restaurants and businesses that had to close during the lockdown and some of them did not reopen mm -hmm. so we are back up to a probably close to about 130, 135 locations that we're distributing to. Okay. And um, we are also printing close to the number that we were printing pre-pandemic. Okay. So we're almost back to right. where we were um, before the pandemic hit, which is great, which is really amazing. And, you know, a testament to the people that we work with and, and um, you know, the stories that we get to tell. And the restaurants are open again. And the restaurants are open again. Yeah. That's very nice. So, yeah, that's very helpful for us. <laughs> and you're very involved in uh, education in the schools. Yes. Um, we actually just started a program 
this school year that is our edible education program mm -hmm. and we're very excited about it we're working with ocean view school district mm -hmm. in oxnard okay and um the nutrition director vanessa uh came to me she actually called me out of the blue and said hey i've got a proposal i don't know you know what you think about this and proposed this this program to me and i i i just leapt at it i mean mm -hmm. this is this is my wheelhouse i uh -huh. was a teacher i have teaching credentials <laughs> this is oh my gosh you know this is like right. i, I want to do this mm -hmm. and so we work together to kind of really develop our program and what we're doing now is i actually have a copy a couple of copies of our kids magazine that we're doing which is just a short a uh, little booklet, mm -hmm. which is super fun. We can post a link online. Yeah, love those. Mm -hmm. And they uh, have a farmer card on the inside each issue. We have a farmer that we profile that mm -hmm. is providing the harvest of the month for the school district. Mm -hmm. And this card, the kids can actually tear out of the magazine. It's perforated mm -hmm. and they can take it to their local farmer's market, which is the Oxnard Farmer's Market in uh, downtown Oxnard cool. and trade for food. Really? So they get to do that. And then we're also doing a video series where my son, who is 16, started when he was 15, is the host oh, really? of the show. Very cool. <laughs> and he gets to go and interview the farmers mm -hmm. and look at their farm and see what's going on. And uh, then we get to go and interview a chef and the chef makes a rest recipe for us and uh, we all get to taste it and right. <laughs> enjoy now, that. And the kids are doing that too? So this goes to the schools. So okay. our video is for the schools. Okay. And it is posted on our website, but it's obviously primarily for the, and for the school district. And these kind of third and fourth graders that are learning? It's actually, um, Ocean View School District is K through eight. Okay. So we kind of are trying to plan the whole program for quite a, you know, gamut of ages. Right. So we've got some things that are very, you know, middle school oriented and right. some things that are kind of, you know, upper elementary and some things that are a little bit more for the younger kids. Mm -hmm. So And I've always been surprised too that we live so we live in a farming region, but it's interesting that the kids don't even really a lot of them don't even really know where their food came from. So Absolutely. you're really providing a service because they just go to the grocery store and think that's where it Absolutely. just popped into the world. It's totally true. I mean, mm -hmm. I homeschooled my kids because, I mean, I have credentials, so I figured I was qualified. And right. after my youngest, my oldest child was in um, schools and I realized I was doing more of the work than the teachers were when mm -hmm. she would come home. <laughs> right. I was like, why am I sending this child to school if we're doing it all at home? So we started homeschooling um, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And part of my homeschooling was taking the kids out to show them the world and where right. food came from. So yeah. before I was even a publisher, I had visited as many farms as I possibly could mm -hmm. in the, you know, within a hundred mile radius. Awesome. And so um, for me, it's kind of a, a natural progression to, mm -hmm. to really educate kids on where their food comes from. I think it's really important. Do they go on field trips too? I mean, I know that they're going to the farmer's markets to hand out um, to, to trade. Are they going on field trips too? Um, I'm not 100% sure how they're doing the curriculum mm -hmm. and how they're incorporating the curriculum, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I think there are some, and I know that they're uh, potentially bringing in some farmers. I know mm -hmm. um, one of our favorite farmers was in our, uh, I think our second issue was Evan Gramarango from Ojai Roots. Uh -huh. And um, he was fantastic. I mean, he talk about educating kids. He, he spoke kid level a hundred percent and awesome. and told really amazing things about regenerative farming mm -hmm. and um, so I definitely highly recommended him to come into the schools and and uh, talk to the kids that's awesome so 
So in the three years that you've been doing the magazine, um, what have you found in terms of uh, changes to the publication and, uh, and also the industry in general? Well, um, when I, I mean, there's actually been a lot of changes, primarily because COVID happened one year into oh me owning the magazine. That's crazy. And there are actually some edible publishers who had purchased months, just like a couple months before the lockdown started. Wow. And so it, it was it was, it was was pretty radical. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, our, our first issue was spring of 2019. And um, I had the, the, just the biggest wonderful blessing to have the previous owners work with me for three months. So from the beginning of the, the issue until it was published is kind of how long the process goes. Mm -hmm. And they, they walked me through every step, you know, held my hand through the, through the design process, through the story editing, through mm -hmm. the, you know, working with the printer and figuring out how long that was going to take from the time it got to the printer to the time it got to my house where, right. you know, we, we actually have it delivered because I work out of my house. Mm -hmm. um, we have the magazine delivered to my garage and so we load up the cars and deliver right. magazines throughout the county mm -hmm. for about two weeks um, but so every three months I have to make room in my garage for four pallets right it's a lot of magazines <laughs> which is, which is a lot. fun mm -hmm. but uh, it keeps my garage you know somewhat organized yep. at least for part of the, the season mm -hmm. um, but so they helped me tremendously. And so I, I feel like I had a, an advantage over some publishers that are starting from scratch mm -hmm. um, because I, I just had this, these, these very generous people who uh, were, were really helping me. And then um, we had about a year where I learned a ton, mm -hmm. you know, I learned more about, you know, design and how to place uh, ads and what the ads have to look like and the specs and oh my gosh, so many things. And by the time I felt like I was really getting it, mm -hmm. right about spring of 2020, March was when our magazine came out. Oh my God, that was the <laughs> month, wasn't it? That was the month. So I had just finished mm -hmm. placing my last pile of magazines in, um, in one of the restaurants or businesses and we heard about the shutdowns about a week later. So we had heard that it was kind of coming and, and then the shutdowns happened March 15th mm -hmm. and uh, that my magazine sat in piles, you must have been in closed freaking businesses. Out. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, what do we do at that right, point? You know, right. and then um, the the businesses who have paid now for advertising. That how do we do this advertising? Right. So during COVID, I pretty much switched gears and I um, started a, a database on my website that told who was open mm -hmm. and where you could get takeout and spent way more time working on that than mm -hmm. I worked on the magazine mm -hmm. prior. So instead of like, you know, being at home and all of a sudden not having anything to do, I had, you know, triple the work trying to make sure that we told the stories of the people who, uh, of how people were surviving. So you're providing a service at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what the only thing we could do. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was either shut down everything or right. try and get out there and support the people that were, you know, trying to survive. Right. And um, we're one of those that are trying to survive. And so what else can we do? You right. just have to go out and help the community. And so we really focused on that. And, um, you know, that was that was a good two or three months. We decided to postpone mm -hmm. our summer issue that year because we just, the people weren't open and how right. could we do this? And 
and uh, I lost about 40% of my advertisers because mm-hmm. they just, they, who, who had money at that point? You right. can't advertise nothing, you right. know? So um, we actually did end up printing a mm-hmm. month late and it was, I printed about a quarter of the number of magazines mm-hmm. and they went pretty fast and people were excited to have something that was, you know, light and, and happy. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we were telling the stories of people, but I, one of my goals with the magazine is to tell inspirational stories. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in times that are very challenging and, and there's a lot of struggle. And, um, you know, if we can tell the stories that make, that give people a little bit of joy, and that's mm-hmm. why my hair is the color it is, because I just want people to go, wow, yeah. hey, that's cool. You know? But um, I, I want to tell the stories that are inspiring so mm-hmm. that people have that, you know, taste of joy mm-hmm. when they taste the food too, you right. know? So, um, that's really our goal. You know, we tell the truth, but try and try and add something that people can do. Um, if it's a, if it's a hard story, like the climate change, you know, right. uh, we try to add something. It's like, here's something you can do. Here's, mm-hmm. here's the truth of it, mm-hmm. but we're, we're not, we're not dead, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, we're, we're still surviving and there are ways that we can survive better and we mm-hmm. can do it better together. And, mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we how we do things. The restaurants are open again, and that's that's our favorite thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, my favorite part of the job is going out and meeting people at restaurants and getting to try all of the food. And that's awesome. You know, there's a new restaurant in in Moore Park that's called M on Main, and I we read about that. we got to go visit because it's like, hey, there's a new restaurant. Let's go check it out. Do we want to tell the story? Do we want to meet the people? And um, food was delicious. Mm-hmm. So we will probably tell that story at some point. Right. And um, you know, that's it's definitely my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> very, very cool. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, regenerative agriculture. Um, do you focus at all on helping folks grow food in their own backyards? We do. We actually have um, several articles on the website that have been in magazine that have been in previous issues um, about how to grow things. Mm-hmm. Um, generally speaking, I try to include if we have space. Sometimes it's a little tight for space, but I try to include what's growing on mm-hmm. <laughs> in that season. Mm-hmm. So um, it not only includes what the farmers are growing, what you can find at the farmers markets, but also what you can grow okay. and what you can plant during that season. So if the magazine comes out in March, our goal is here's the things that you can plant now to have ready and you know by summer or by the end of the season of this magazine mm-hmm. essentially so we we um, my first issue uh, in in uh, spring of ni- 2019 we did a community garden article mm-hmm. and so we talked a lot about the different community gardens that are in Ventura County and what people are growing and how you can get a plot at a community garden if you don't have a backyard or if mm-hmm. you don't have a patio where you can have um, pots and um, so I mean we definitely are encouraging people to grow their own food you mm-hmm. know where your food comes from is the most important topic I think yep. and uh, so if you can't get to the farmers market or if you um, you know have space definitely turn your lawn into a garden mm-hmm. <laughs> you know our we did that in our house um, our front yard is a garden and mm-hmm. we're turning it into a butterfly sanctuary Very so cool. it's either going to be food for the animals or food for us uh-huh. and that's the only thing that should be getting water at this point because right. there's really not enough water for any other you know things so um, yeah so we definitely we have tons I mean I can give you a couple links that you can add uh, to help people grow things in their own their own space or in their local community garden. Very cool. And how how do people find, I mean, not everybody listening and watching is in Ventura County. How do people find your publication as well as maybe other edible publications 
wherever they're located. You can find us online mm -hmm. at edibleventuracounty.com, mm -hmm. um, on Instagram and Facebook uh, at uh, edibleventuracounty, and on Twitter, which we don't post very much on Twitter, we're just not that active, um, is edibleVC, at edibleVC. Um, you can also subscribe to any of the edible magazines at ediblecommunities.com. They have a subscription where you can get a discount if you buy two or more of the edible um, publications. Okay. And it'll come right to your house. So, and that can be from, for anyone anywhere in the world, okay. really. And uh, our publications are all in North America right now, but you never know. There could be some overseas at some point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, and then you can also subscribe to our magazine on our website. And uh, it's a great, great, great Christmas gift, birthday gift, Valentine's gift, you know. It is. Spring Easter gift, throw it in your kid's Easter basket. Not your kid, <laughs> but you know. Right. <laughs> somebody's Easter basket, you know. It's a great gift for the foodie in your life to have a magazine that really talks about. And you know, our stories are local, but the recipes don't have to be. Mm -hmm. So it's for anybody, really. That's, that's great. I made a deal with my wife that I'll buy the ingredients if she makes the dish. That's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever she needs, I'll buy it. <laughs> I should make that deal with my husband. It doesn't work that well. But. <laughs> Tammy Chu, thank you so much for being our guest on this edition of Farm Talk. We've loved having you and learning all about Edible of Ojai and Ventura County. Thanks for having me. It's been delightful. Absolutely. And we want to thank our host today, Otto and Sons, here in lovely Fillmore, California, in their lovely Rose Garden setting. And we also want to thank our sponsors, the Escrow Hub and the Money Store. Thank you so much, and join us again for the next edition of Farm Talk. <laughs>